All right, let's get back into it with our panel. Michael Giles, Sherry DeNovo, John Bianco. You guys, by the way, have been following this Kavanaugh hearing thing downstairs. <laughs> Who has it, Kavanaugh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost unavoidable, isn't it? Right. Possible well, not to. The latest installment is that, uh, well, the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee, the Republicans uh, had the majority there, and they've decided to go forward and uh, move this to a full Senate vote. Uh, but one of the Republican senators, Jeff Flake from Arizona, has suggested uh, he would only give a support for that if it came to a one-week FBI investigation. In other words, uh, he thinks that a Supreme Court appointment should not be mishandled and believes the Senate should delay a full-floor vote pending this FBI investigation. We ought to do what we can to make sure that uh, that we do all due diligence with a nomination this important. And I want to say that this committee has acted properly and uh, the chairman has been over backwards uh, to do investigations from this committee and to delay this vote in this committee for a week so that Judge, or that, uh, that Ms. Ford, Dr. Ford could be heard and she was yesterday. All right, so John Capobianco, let me ask you, will a one-week delay for an FBI investigation yield anything of consequence? Uh, No, I don't think so, John. I think that uh, one-week investigation by the FBI, I just can't see it actually coming up with anything of significance. Uh, I think that there's, uh, I think the hearings and and the fact that she was able to testify was was obviously uh, an important part of this. Uh, I think she was able to talk about her her issues and what's happened. I think uh, Kavanaugh, Judge Kavanaugh, was able to at least respond Respond and rebut in, in, in some way. So it was a very interesting way of looking at sort of this this what was supposed to be sort of advice and consent uh, uh, counsel was more uh, was more of a, an interrogation of some sort and, and became more of a judge and jury in some ways. But um, you know I think I think the judge. Um, was able to to you know try to rebuild his his credibility in a lot of ways by by showing things like you know his schedule or his calendar back in the day, uh, people that were around him in high school who said that they never saw him at this party. So there was a lot of uh, information that that the public didn't have that that was exposed as a result of this hearing on his part that allowed him to be able to at least build back some reputation. But this is now becoming a a Democrat Republican issue, and and uh, All right, I think so the Republicans are going to win on this. You thought he was thorough enough yesterday in his testimony uh, so what would be the point and purpose of a one-week delay for an fbi investigation if not just a sop to make it look like you're accommodating the democrats well i think and i mentioned this i think last week I, this whole notion of the fbi investigation it's almost uh, and and the whole thing actually is just uh, the whole thing has been an unbelievable uh, demonstration of what you know exactly is wrong with american politics and and i guess politics elsewhere but um the FBI investigation will have one purpose. I said a week ago, you should just do it and get it out of the way. If you look at in the United States, one of the big, biggest criminal charges you ever see is like General Flynn in the, in the American administration, Trump's administration. He was charged with lying to the FBI. Right. So it's one of these big things where and I'm sure a lot of these people who will be interviewed by the FBI will be counseled by their own lawyers at first telling them, you know, just be vigilant and beware of the fact that if you lie to the FBI, you know, it's a, it's a serious charge in the United States. So. Will it get people to tell the truth or, 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 or change their stories? To be honest with you, I'm with John, I don't think so. I think in a week from now, we'll be sitting, or a week, whatever, 10 days, or whatever it takes, we'll be sitting there exactly where we started, and it'll just be this circus again. Like, what went on yesterday was a circus. All right, so what's the point or purpose of one-week uh, extension here? I mean, well, we understood initially, I think a lot of us, that this was all just ragging the puck, playing for time, getting past the midterms. Yeah. One week doesn't necessarily take a, you into you know uh, that window, 
but it's a, a short enough time frame. But does it give enough time for anything of consequence to happen here, Sherry DeNoble? Uh, no, and I think you're right, John. It is a SOP. Um, I think what's really come through here is, you know, there's a hashtag why I didn't report. And boy, is that uh, has that come through. I mean, uh, Dr. Ford has been had to move. She's had her emails hacked. She's been threatened, uh, had death threats. She's had to hire guards. And then she's put, you know, on display. Like, it's clearly women seeing this. I think every woman everywhere who's had any experience of sexual assault is saying, you know, no wonder women don't report. No wonder women don't come forward. And and the the great so you believe her. You believe her unequivocally. Um, I, I listen. I who knows. I think they should have been doing the FBI investigation from the beginning. Well, they did. They did six of them. Uh, the FBI. Yes. Well, again, you into know, his background, background checks. Six. Well, background checks, but not into this incident. And when well, she came forward, thought, they should have. You would have thought one of the six might have actually drilled down on well, this one. I, I, As he's again, made his way up the ladder in the justice system, he's been vetted. You would think that something of consequence might have surfaced. Again, this did not surface. And I think anybody listening to her testimony um, was moved by it, uh, shocked by it, and thinks. What about why his rebuttal? They, what about his rebuttal? Not actually, from what I've seen, his rebuttal was belligerent. Was uh, you know was was not you know the Do, way. Doesn't that suggest authenticity? Uh, I think it suggests a lack of sensitivity to a woman who was clearly whatever happened. It was his life, his legacy, assaulted. his family's reputation. And everything. what about her reputation well, and her we get family? It. Well, her, she said her piece. You know, I mean, but you're discounting him. You're discounting uh, him exclusively no, because you're uh, uh, siding with her. No, I'm. I'm just saying here is a situation. Uh, where this should have been investigated and, and weak will not do the trick. And clearly, I think it's a sop. And clearly, I think what's going to happen is he's going to be vetted, unfortunately. Well, all right. Uh, we'll come back. You alluded to something interesting, whether or not, and this is something Diane Feinstein also mentioned earlier today, that his temperament and tone, his overall comportment should be a disqualifier. We'll see what the panel has to say on that matter when we're back in moments. Michael Giles, Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.